Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to be. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jerry Clark. <laughs> you know, sometimes, folks, you wake up and you realize you've been going through the years, feeling so cool, feeling so fly. You got the best suits. Even your facial hair is been immaculately made up, manicured. You got the brass waterbed. You've heard of my reputation. I've had my share of fooling around. You feel like a pro bono gigolo and you like it. But everybody needs stimulation. But then you wake up one morning and realize, I'm lonely. I just happens to be and that's who this song goes out to. More stay in the time. First class, the guy you treat. Jigglos get lonely too. Well, just once I wanna make love without taking off my clothes. Well, just once I wanna make love with somebody who really and truly knows. Sing it, Morris. Now, my guest this evening is Emily Hayes, and I'm sorry, Emily. That, that has nothing to do with you. You do you, Jay. Yeah, I just, I had to get that off my chest. There are a lot of lonely gigolos out there, and they get lonely, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if I could, uh, like, uh, I was, I saw this thing. This is not happening. It's like a series of comedians will get up and tell an actual story, a true life story. Oh. And there's this new podcast out. I think the girl's name's Christina. I can't remember her podcast partner's name. But she tells a true story about, um, well, her boyfriend, the last person her boyfriend was with, and not just hooked up with, like, his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Was world-famous adult actress, much more famous and Stormy Daniels, and much better looking. This woman's actually very pretty. Uh, Stoya. I, I wouldn't know. Anyway, the point is, is this chick... Uh, the whole point of the story is that she becomes too self-conscious that her boyfriend has been there. And he's kind of, like, over it. But my point of view is, like, Joey, you might say yes as a knee-jerk reaction. You might whatever. But if... Could I actually date somebody who did that? I don't think I would have the, the nerve or the apathy. Like, knowing that's how they make their money in life. Like, I'm not looking down on it. Just like, if you're having a person... I could be friends with somebody like that all day, every day. Yeah, you just couldn't resolve that 
like in a personal relationship. relationship. Yeah. Right. It would be awkward. That would be weird. It would be terrible. But I'm just, I'm, I don't know, I just feel lonely too these days. Don't feel lonely, Joey. I mean, not lonely in like the, I'm going to cry, but like lonely and like, ah, rah, rah, rah. That type of lonely. <laughs> like, I must do something to distract me from being alone. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, are you hanging out these days? Am I hanging out? Like, if we invite you to do stuff, are you going to come Maybe, but I'm, I'm See, in a very... See, that's the thing. I don't okay. want to be lonely, but, but me... I don't want to have to put any effort into going out. Let me, let me tell you what's <clears> up. Because <throat> I'm in a very truthful... I watched some Curb Your Enthusiasm last night. Okay. And I'm in a very Larry David type of honest mood. Mr. Spotlow. You know Seth. Yeah. He's been on the show. The audience knows Mr. He's Spotlow. He's a good dude. He's a good soul. He, um, as we were getting done with one of these shows, uh, he was like, uh, uh, I'm him and, uh, and so-and-so and I were like thinking about like, uh, if we invite you over to dinner, would you be down? And my point of view is like, well, when the time comes, just ask me. I may say yes or may say no, but don't don't do an ask about asking. Well, you know what I mean? I an ask about asking. I have some insight on this. I think the ask about asking mm-hmm. is so the person that's cooking dinner can be like, oh, okay, well, on Thursday, if he's down, ask him if, if Thursday's good because that person needs to know how many people they're cooking for. Right. Right. You know? Yeah, but it wouldn't but wouldn't a normal ask be we're having dinner on Thursday. Oh well, hell, we have would dinner you, every night of the week. Would you but like this to night come? we would like you to come if it works for your schedule. I think everyone realizes that we all have wonky schedules. Yeah. And things I have like a that. wonky diet now too. Yeah, I heard you just briefly start mm. to, to trying to talk. I couldn't follow what you were talking about. Right. Um That's usually the case. Well, I make a not re- with just you, just well. Thanks, people, people in general. <laughs> I make a really good beefy noodle casserole. Is that still in your mm, dietary not plan? Not really the noodles. No, no. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I could ever give up pasta. I love it so much. Yeah, that's I've I've pretty much given up carbs. Oh my god. Yeah. You're that's why you're all crotchety. No, no, yeah, I feel great. I feel I'm powerful. Sure you do. I feel strong. I can't. I can't. I can't. No, I'm looking. Right for, I am looking forward to getting. Either like salmon on a plank. You've seen that. Oh, salmon yeah, that's coming really from good. the cedar plank. Cook that tonight or mm-hmm. get myself a big juicy ribeye steak. Maybe See, a rotisserie these are all chicken. That I like too, but yeah. I'm essentially eating meat. That's now. it? Pretty much. I'll have like every once in a while. You don't need to cleanse the body. Yeah, to put some it gently. Colon blow? No. Oh, goodness. Lord. Why? I'm just saying, a lot of meat. Just is, some fruit. Just meat and meat and meat and meat and meat is not is not the way to to roll. Really? I mean, don't ask me. I'm not the picture of any kind of health, but uh, you know, everything in moderation. Well, really, my this How isn't can a big you go change. Pasta. I had the special at Midtown Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, today it's incredible. With the Godfather, I'm sure it is. Bow tie pasta and spinach and here's how I can because after I eat something like sauce. that, oh. I seriously get really, really sleepy. Well, duh. Right, and I'm always on the move. You power through it, bruh. No, I did. I am. I am Joey. I fall asleep everywhere. <laughs> Ask my friends. 
especially when I was drinking a lot. I fall asleep everywhere. One of my greatest friends, and I won't say her name on the air, but if, if it's been a long night out or whatever, and we get back to the house, we get back to wherever we're staying, mm -hmm. whatever surface she finds to sleep on, the second she's down, she's done. It can be the tiniest of love seats because I've seen it happen. Mm. And once she's down, she's in fetal position and she is out. You can't move her. It's like a bunch of bricks. Right. God right. love her. No, but I'm seriously just, I look forward to meat now. Yeah? Like a big old steak basted in butter in a hot pan. That sounds good. It too. is good. Good. It's real good. I'm having supper at boyfriend's parents' house tonight. Oh, wow. Yes. Nice. Yes. So things are coming along there. Oh, yeah. It's really spectacular. And you are absolutely glowing. Not in that way. Yeah, thanks. Not in that way. Yeah, no. But you are glowing. I'm happy. And there's a good energy about you. A lot of stuff has happened over the last couple of months. You know, I went from working every minute that I was awake to actually scaling back on, yeah. you know. Now I just have a full-time job instead of a full-time job and a part-time job. Right, and you're here. And you're I'm blue water here down where and... I think I've always yeah. needed to be. This is where your heart's always been. Yeah, and um, a cute little office downstairs. Let's little, we'll try to make a little well, rock and roll. Put a futon in there, maybe. It's generally good advice. Follow your heart. Yeah, but I mean, it's a little scary. Not uh, your other parts, your heart, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, your heart, because professionally and personally, the first four months of this year have been very tumultuous not in a bad way but it's been a lot of upheaval and change i've had a lot of change these these first four months but it's kind of worth it isn't it like, to be on nearly the other side of yeah it? i feel like i am the best that i've been in a long time like i feel like my creative juices are clicking because i'm not pushing paper somewhere and um creative juices uh, that's a weird term well you know what i mean i do know what you mean i've used it like, but it just it hit me right yeah. now yeah like, creative juices well, you know i just I, when you don't use your skill right it gets dull it's like a knife it's you like know? a muscle yeah i mean it's just it's gonna and i haven't always been able to do that because i would be here so chopped up during the day right i couldn't get it on a on a solid roll with it because I was going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth but now I'm here but your creative juices are going yeah and then you know I took took a chance when a dude asked me out on a date and yeah. it's the best thing I've ever done ever in my life so That's and he incredible. made it through South Sounds and didn't want to break up with now, me how did South Sounds go it went really well I mean Saturday was a headache from an organizer point of view because of um it's like we were in a wind tunnel all day, and the skies, you would just see these black clouds roll in and then roll up to the north of us, because, you know, we were downtown, and we watched it all day. We had a rain plan the entire time, so it wasn't so much, what are we going to do if it rains? It was, all right, we're ready for it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Right. And the thing that I was most concerned about is that we do artist check-in and VIP check-in outdoors, mm. like in front of the venue or off to the side of, of one of the venues. And um, that's a lot of paperwork. That's a lot of badges. That's a lot of lanyards. That's a lot of hotel information. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of online information from where people bought their tickets. And my biggest fear was that, A, it was going to get blown away because we were in 20-knot winds. Or, B, it was going to get soaked and blown away when the bottom dropped. But artist check-in closed at 8 o'clock. 
and the bottom dropped at 8.17. So we were packed up. Everything was in the car. And then the bottom dropped. And in Mobile, anybody from Mobile that's ever been to Mobile for more than a minute that's listening, there's a couple of things about Mobile. One, wait 15 minutes and the weather will change. About 20 minutes after the bottom dropped. It is a rainforest. It was fine. (laughs) But um, when... When you have that super quick rain and you've got those old drains, mm. it just floods. It takes its time to get down. Mm. So, But it happened. It was three days of great music and great people. And um, I was way more calm this year. And I can, uh, you know, I attribute that a lot to boyfriend because nice. he's a very calm person. And I kind of just fed off that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it I've, was I've good. had a, a guy named Boyfriend joining the show. Oh yeah, he's fantastic, isn't he? He's he's very um, wise, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, like wise beyond his years and experience. I think he has a few ahead of me, but it's just there's a soothing quality. Um, I love that Mr. Spotlow has introduced me to him. Whereas, see, where boyfriend is, is very smooth. He's straightforward. He means what he says, mm-hmm. and yet it's not a it's not a protective thing. It's not a stern thing. It's sort of a, a deliberate quality. He right. doesn't talk just to talk. Right. He speaks when he has something to say or something. You're talking about the guy who's been on the show? Yeah, the guy that's been on the show. You met him the other day. Uh, yeah, I forgot yeah. that y'all were both in here. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I've li- and, you know, I listen to your show. I catch it whenever I can. Right. You know, because usually I'll get home, start dinner. It's time to feed Loretta and Irene. By the way, I think Irene is totally hogging all the food because she is getting chunky, and Loretta is just as felt as always. Mm. So I was watching, like I said, Curb Your Enthusiasm last night, mm-hmm. and somehow Larry David got into a spat with a lesbian and turned out a lesbian couple. Oh, and she they they made up. And so she decided to cut his hair. And while she's cutting Larry's hair, uh, she's like, yeah, we're about to have a wedding and uh, I'm going to be... And she, I'll put it this way. The, the, this particular lesbian of the lesbian couple is a bit mannish. Like very short hair, man clothes, and a stout up top. Like, you know, big shoulders. Stout. Big shoulders. Okay. And, uh, and then her... her partner that she shows a picture to Larry. Larry's like, yeah, you're not a bride. You're not the bride. You're uh, you're, you're the groom. She's the bride. And a few other people point this out. So my question, it's silly. You can ignore it. If you were in a lesbian wedding, would you want to be the bride or the groom? <laughs> I think that, um, I don't know. You know, everyone I know, every, you know, Every friend I've ever had when we were kids or whatever, we'd put the the empty pillowcase on our head like a veil and right. pretend we were the bride it's, it's or whatever. A bride thing. But there's some really cool lady suits. Yeah? Yeah. So, I mean, mm. and my Bitmoji has the option to... See, that's going on these days. It's a weird thing. I've seen a lot of... I think you're right. There the are a lot of kind of cool, traditionally male, but yeah. meant for women clothes. I don't know of many, like, cool man dresses. You need to talk to my friend Josh Holland. <laughs> Wait, he, he's worn a man dress? No, Josh... L- Oh, God, he's going to kill me. Go ahead. Um, for his 30th birthday is when DeLuna Fest was still going on in Pensacola. And uh, I had to work it for a company I worked with at the time. 
to cover it and interview bands. But he and a group of our friends went and got like a beach house and all that stuff. <clears throat> and he wore this like beach sarong skirt thing all weekend and it just turned into this I'm cool with that. I'm cool with wow. a, a long skirt. And uh so you know, he's one of my best friends. He's been my friend for almost 10 years and we'll talk about, you know, if I ever get married or if you ever get married, you know, you'll be one of my bridesmaids or I'll be one of your so, groomsmen or something like that. And so he just, it's not like he wears a skirt all the time. Right. It was just one time. Yeah. Good thing. I mean, and, and there are, I'm, it's not just one time. Kilts but are now coming to You mind. know, it's in his, uh, Kilts do sound. I mean, uh, they. I don't know wonderful. how it is for you guys because I'm obviously not one of you. But, right, right. I mean, I imagine it may be comfortable. Oh, I, I just, think so. To just be. Uh, I'd think so. Living free in a skirt. Right. Just let it all hang. Yeah. <laughs> just get to that cool summer breeze. <laughs> my lands. The ocean blowing in. Though no, you don't want to get too close to the salt water. That could be bad. Oh my! Oh my! Anyway. But yeah, I thought it was a good point. It's like, yeah, with all these changing things in society, like, things are now being accepted. And personally, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm not exactly like, oh, happy day, or oh, what a terrible day, we're doomed. I'm more just like, all right, if y'all are happy, like, like, Two women get married, two men get married, little kids deciding their gender. Like, okay, cool. I just generally stay out of things that are none of my business that don't concern me. Like, yeah, well, that's a good policy. I'm not going to... I don't want you to tell me how to live my life but and But how are you going to change the world then, Miss Hayes? Huh? What? How are you going to change the world if you just stick to your own business, mind your own business? I mean, the way you change the world is by coming up with what you believe in and shaming anybody who doesn't agree no, with you. No, no. The way you change the world is you, you get a goal and then you buckle down, nose to the grindstone, and you accomplish your goal. Yeah. And once you do that, then... You move from Mobile to Montgomery and then start all over from scratch again with another festival. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bless but it. But it sounds like you're telling people to be responsible for their own life and to endure whatever comes their way and to innovate and be prosperous in that way. I mean, that can't... Don't you know that some people have a hard time? Some people are lonely, even gigolos. <laughs> I can't. When you bring the chickalos into it. Right, I know. I'm being silly tonight. No, but yeah, you just, you gotta... I'm being silly tonight because there's a lot going on with the Congress, with like war. It just gets me worked up. Yeah, so I'm not well, that was there. something during South Sounds too. Um, I heard somebody in the crowd at a show say, we just bombed Syria. Yeah. And I was like, "Where?" This one of my freak out moments at Southside. Where's my phone? Where's my? Right. A lot of expletives are being left out of this right now. But where's my phone? Where's my phone? Why are they doing this now? What are we doing? And then I just hear somebody else go, "Well, I think France and England did it too." Yeah, they did. And together. I was like, "What the?" What? I yeah. found it, and I was like, "You know what? I'm not. I can't. I can't change it." Right. But. I am in charge of making sure that my portion of this goes off without a hitch. Well, and so I'm just going to put my phone down. And then the big argument is, shouldn't Congress have to approve this? Well, no, bombing a foreign sovereign country is not 
uh, an act of war. That's just a military action. The actual declaration of war is different than acts or military action. Even though that leaves a truck to drive through that loophole. Yeah. Because what if the president just does a small strike against Russia or China? Not saying this president will. I'm talking about any president, yeah. hypothetically speaking. If the president can strike wherever he likes, what about congressional consent? But then you, you have to say checks and balances don't actually provide wisdom. Because some senators yesterday proposed a new authorization to use military force. And it essentially beefed up. We're still going off the one in 2001 when Al-Qaeda mm-hmm. did 9-11. Mm-hmm. Saying Al-Qaeda and any associated groups. And they've taken that to mean anybody we pretty much deem a terrorist. This new AUMF would allow war essentially in Yemen, pretty much all of North Africa, Syria, Afghanistan, possibly Pakistan, anywhere in the world where there is an Islamic Sunni terrorist, or Shia terrorist too, we can strike. And the president, by the way, in this new AUMF, can add groups that he considers associates of the groups named in the authorization on his own. And it can only be vetoed by, I think, two-thirds of Congress. He can add names with no, no backup to... I mean, they would have to justify like, it in yeah, a way, but... You can't just be like, Joey Clark, I don't like what he said on Tuesday. Well, maybe. I mean, that's when probably got, not going to happen. But well, I'm just, I'm just using that as an example. When I got back into town, and I felt so out of the loop, um, but when I got back into town and I heard you on Dan's show, mm. and I tuned in right as you were saying, telling somebody to shove it at their backside. Yeah, a guy called in and said, oh, it looks like Joey's all right with... Uh, thermonuclear war, because I was explaining that as much as the Syria attack unnerved me, it was a limited attack, and we do have a deconfliction agreement with the Russians, which means we can call the Russians at any time and say, hey, we're about to do this, get your people and your equipment out of the area if you don't want it hurt, or killed, or destroyed. Yeah. And that's what happened. We told them we were coming, then we struck. And I just made this basic point, which is fact- and yeah. the guy made, I don't know if it was an attempt at humor. Try again, Sisyphus. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was an attempt at humor. He said, oh, Joey's you know, okay with thermonuclear war. And on that question, I'd say shove it up your ass. Like, I don't like it when I get accused of things that are just completely uh, foreign to my worldview, a joke or not. It just, it, sometimes it, it's it just an assumption that they made. And it's not, that's me not actually that angry. I don't think I've actually been very, very angry on it. And I will tell that, I will tell you, I've never really heard you blow up like yeah. the person that sits in the chair before you. Oh, Greg, yeah. God love him. Yeah. Um, and I told him from early on when I started doing the morning shows, like that stuff you do in the afternoon when you get fired up and I can hear things being thrown and and you're mad. I was like, I will have to leave the studio. <laughs> I can't handle it. Yeah. Um, I don't, I've, I've never heard you really pop off at anybody or anything like that and even when you do give a strong opinion you're pretty level throughout the whole thing i'm not saying it's emotionless but you know what i mean you're i do you're a little joe friday about it that's what i try to i don't understand that reference but i appreciate are you serious i do you've never seen dragnet no i can't god 
Is this just the year that I have to teach you everything? There's only like so Taylor much. Taylor Dane. There's only and so Joe much. Friday. The this Blue Boy why, episode. This is why I invite uh, you up. Don't chastise me for I'm trying not. to trying to learn from you. Chastisement comes on one show and one show only. You're allowed to chastise me if you're teaching me. You need to watch some Dragnet. It's mm-hmm. legit. I, I only mean, have so many dated, hours to watch things. Why, well, you know. Why should I watch Dragnet over, say, the superstar, you know, Shake Up on the WWE? Because Dragnet, you got to think about, Dragnet's a premier police procedural, proceed, say it. Procedural? procedural. I cannot do all the P's. I police love alliteration, procedural. but by this time of the day, I've got alphabet mouth. So, um... I mean, these were, they were real stories hmm. from the, uh, I believe, yeah, Los Angeles Police Department. And they were, you know, every police show that has come after that has some aspect of Dragnet in there. Okay. With the, like, think about with Law and & Order when you get the dun-dun, right. the black title screen, yeah. and at the bottom it says, you know, Joe's House, Saturday, April 4th, 2.37 p.m., Bronx, New York. You know, when you're watching Dragnet, it's Joe Friday's voice saying, um, you know, December 16th, 1967, we arrived at blah, 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 blah's house. Like, it's basically the title card, but him saying it. So, like, there's aspects of it that you see woven through all these other police shows. Is this back when men still talked like this a little bit? No, no, it wasn't really high. I mean, it's not the 1920s. Yeah, it's but not, it's it's not, not high. What is it, high? High waist, fast talking pants. Yeah, you know I'm talking. talking about? I want to. It's not. <clears throat> it's not that. Don't one look of the, at me one that of way, the, copper. One of the best episodes hmm. is about LSD. It's called Blue Boy. Yeah. And it's you know. Wait, did somebody take LSD and just no, become enlightened? Well, no, they, he takes LSD or whatever. He's tripping and. Uh, they the cops get a call about somebody some like teenager at the at the kids playground or something and they get there he's got his head shoved in like the sandbox or something and when they pull him up he takes a big gasp of air and half of his face is blue and half of it's yellow and the name of the episode is Blue Boy. Wait, that happens when you take out list. And these are real and these are true stories. That actually happens. I don't know. I don't do drugs, Joey. Mm-hmm. I don't. I know. I enjoy. A nice maker's Wait, alcohol rocks. isn't a drug. Not for Emily. <laughs> it seems to affect our bodies that in the way other drugs do. Whatever. Yes, okay, fine, but... Right. Do you drink caffeine? Yeah, you got your, you and your racist Starbucks cough. I mean... I mean, you're really showing your, your white girl privilege. I mean, you my are... My white girl privilege? Mm-hmm, yeah. Drinking your, your fancy pants Starbucks. It's... It's chai tea. Oh, even worse. My dad It's said, cultural appropriation. <laughs> my dad says it tastes like a dirty sock was put in boiling water. Chai tea's not bad. I, I'm not a huge fan of theirs, though. I'm not a big fan of the box, and this was before the racist accusation. Put a put a locally owned and operated coffee shop somewhere close by this radio station. Yeah. I will keep you in business, I swear, because God loves this company. I don't know what kind of coffee we have downstairs, but it's a... It's all right. Uh, it's hard to drink in the afternoon. Yeah, it's station coffee. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't... I mean, we don't have to have fancy things, nice things. Right. I have an office. I'm really excited about I that. I just think the box is overpriced. It really is for coffee. 
little much. I mean, it, it can be all right. It's also like, how much sugar are you putting into one like frappuccino? I've, I'm not, and I'm not criticizing anybody. See, I'm, I'm criticizing not, myself, if anything. I'm not that kind of. When I go to Starbucks, I get the, I get an iced chai, mm-hmm. or I get a huge thing of Earl Grey, like a huge, okay. the venti cup of yeah. Earl Grey. Right. I never really go there for coffee. I go there for tea. <laughs> Before I like, I think I've almost like I'll drink our start every day with a cup of tea. Yes, made by chai. boyfriend and um, chai. Yeah, yeah. Right now it's chai because I drink it hot. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, all right. But I have hot chai in the morning now because I've had all my Earl Grey. Yeah. And, um, and this is about what time in the morning? Because uh, you do the morning show. Yeah, it's on the way in, so about 5.30. All right. And um, 5.30, 5.40, yeah, let's be honest. That's early. I am waking up at like 5.36 these days. No, that's what I'm headed here. Right. I know you're oh, waking that's up you're before waking that. Up. Yeah. yeah. I'm sometimes without an alarm. Yeah, it's. I'm too scared after that, like... I set an alarm. A couple of months ago or whatever when I oh, slept through my alarm. And you did? Yeah, you don't remember that? No. Oh man. I was and probably I, it was asleep. a Monday because <clears throat> it was a Monday because I had watched Antiques Roadshow and I fell asleep in the second hour of Antiques Roadshow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I didn't set an alarm, which I'm really good about doing. Like the minute I get home, I'll go ahead and set it in case I yeah. doze off somewhere because I know me. And <clears throat> and um I don't know if I didn't set it. Or if I was just wiped out and really needed a rest. But I did not wake up. I slept solidly from the second hour of Antiques Roadshow until 6.47 the next morning, which was a Tuesday morning. How many hours did you sleep? Don't make me math. I mean, like 8.30 to 6.47. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I must have been... About 10 hours. I must have been... I must have needed it. Yeah. And if I'm ever running late, even if it's just four minutes late, we have a group text message, all of us in the morning, and I'll shoot a text that says, hey, I'm running just a few behind. And Rich is always the one to say, don't worry, it's okay. Yes. We'll be okay. Because Rich is sweet like that. Yeah. But even if I'm running a few minutes behind, we have all that stuff in the morning where, you know, he's got to do the weather and stuff. So I think sometimes they try to stretch it out if I'm running behind. Yes. And I appreciate that. But that morning... I didn't hear my phone ring because it was on vibrate, um, and I had fallen asleep on top of it, and I had missed calls from all of them here. I had um, text messages. I had calls from people at my other job because I still worked there, and they had heard it. They had heard them talking about it on the air. Oh, everybody was worried. Yeah, and I was. Oh man, but the feeling you get when you wake up and it's mm-hmm. six forty-seven, and you were supposed to be on the air forty-seven minutes ago. And you live in Prattville, and now you're outside of the safe time of nobody's traveling, and I can get there pretty quickly, even though I live a little further away, because then I started fighting school traffic. Man, I put my hair up in a bun and just grabbed, like, four pieces of black clothing and put them on and hope for the best. Oh, black clothing is a life Oh, man, I didn't get here till like, 7.15. And it was 7.15, It was It was one of the most upsetting moments of my life. It's an unnerving thing, and if, especially because it gets you out of your routine. Well, it's not freaks so, out the rest yeah, of the it's day. It's not so much just being off the routine, right. and I got to work late. It was I'd stressed out so many people. 
And that's me being it's irresponsible. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to put that out in the world. Bad juju. I don't want anybody to have to worry about me. Right. So you hate missing your alarm and being late. I, I hate that, too. That's one thing we've talked about. You've talked about, well, your white privilege drinking. I didn't talk about my white privilege. I did. We brought You're that up. Throwing that at, at me, bucks, hoping that it'll the, stick. The overpriced, you know, unconscious discriminatory Starbucks chain. I, I missed something with that, obviously. Oh, uh, and apparently you would be the bride in a lesbian wedding. <laughs> Elwin, yes. Uh, though we cover many other things like South Sounds, we also went over, as Moore's Day in the Time taught us, that gigolos get lonely, too. East. Yeah. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Thank JJ. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because he brought me against my window pane. A vinyl. It's slowly, slowly driving me insane. It has this song on it. Boy, I'm going down. I'm going down. Yeah, the car wash soundtrack. Which I is, love that people just bring you vinyl. It's wonderful. It's just a Rose Royce album, really. Great album. They pretty much do everything on it, other than the one like Richard Pryor skit in it. Yeah. Uh, where he's playing the minister loves money. Not, Preaching the gospel of I'm prosperity. I'm not familiar with it. Oh, you've never seen Carl? Uh-uh. Gotta check it out. Hey, I wanna say my I wanna say hey to my Aunt Donna. Hi, Donna. I'm going to be that person right now. Let me give a shout out. But no, man, Donna's listening up in uh, Royal, Alabama, so find that on a map. Well, and I really appreciate J.J. bringing it by. That was sweet of J.J. And when he showed up, he showed up in a 69 Volkswagen Beetle that he was <laughs> refurbishing. Oh. The thing was freaking sweet. Yeah. It was awesome. He was painting the, I think the rims red, hot red. Because before had been like lime green with monster stickers all over, Ew. ruining a classic car. Yeah. So he's taking it over the green with a hot red. It looked fantastic. When we were kids, my dad had a white Beetle. Yeah. Yeah, like as his everyday driver. It's cool cars. Right? It really is. But uh, say what you will about the Germans, they got a little crazy there for about a few <laughs> decades. But they, uh, they, they can make some nice cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. Ooh. Beautiful car. My mom had an orange Carmen Ghia when she went to Jeff Davis as a high schooler. My, my brother bought one in uh, South Alabama and was going to drive it off the lot because he was going to, you know, get it back to its glory. Yeah. It was his project car or whatever. Brian has had a lot of project cars. But he's about to drive it off the lot and it gets to the driveway of, of the dealership and... Oh no! Just completely breaks down, won't crank. So my dad's got to ride down there in his jeep and tow Brian back to the house. And the Gia, mm. 
Oh man, but it was the coolest. Did thing. Did it have like, air conditioning? No. Right. Yeah. So it was the cool. It was the coolest thing for me though because I was, I was fourteen, fifteen. Hmm. Um, and Brian's always had really cool cars. Like he had right. the old Bronco with the top comes off. Yeah. And um, they were all in various states of repair. Yeah. But he's had a couple of Porsches, and after um, after I'd had Sven, my sob for a while, and it was a stick, I went to visit him and my sister-in-law, and he let me drive whatever Porsche he had at the time. I can never remember. Nice. But it was a stick, and Brian's never let me drive any of his cars, ever, ever. That was such a huge deal. Does it feel good? It felt really good. This was probably like 10 years ago. Nice, nice. I still remember it. Well, and I do love how people bring me vinyls, and then they have a whole other story. There's so many crazy awesome stories out there just people that you never know radio's a weird thing where there are people listening hopefully but uh and donna's listening i know but you know you can't meet them all and i'm terrible with i can never be a politician because i i don't remember people very well unless i like actually get to know them so i remember jj i remember you Oh, I would hope you remember me. Yeah, it'd be weird if I didn't remember yeah, you. But I, I feel very poorly I about kinda myself. I want to test this out because I I talked about how like I'm playing a lot of vinyl, and then people volunteer to bring me vinyl. So let's test this out. I'm not asking for anything, but because I'm now essentially a carnivore, not a vegetarian, not an omnivore. I'm You're not carnivore. having a vegetable at all. No, you should all eat a mushroom here or there. You're just straight meat. I am not a rabbit. You need a mix of everything. Yeah. I mean, some some cream spinach with your salmon. <gasps> amazing. The spinach is all right. Spinach is amazing. But here's what I really want to try now that I am a carnivore. Okay. Wild game. Oh. I want like a wild turkey. You know that my sister... bison, elk. Our place, our place, our church in in Coleman, they do like an annual wild game feast. Oh, that sounds amazing. As a fellowship thing. No, I know what I really need to do is get out there and kill my own. Oh, you're one. You want to be mountain man? Not necessarily a mountain man. You want like to like I want to be a modern man. You're a hunter gatherer. I want to be a modern hunt. man. That most folks here in Alabama look at me through their window while I'm riding in my top down convertible, going, "Look at that metrosexual, fancy pants, candy ass right there." <laughs> and then at the same <laughs> time, see, I want to be pull up next to you and see a turkey. Just yeah, it's like <laughs> killed this this morning, boys. My bare hands. Yep. Mark. I want to confound. I want to surprise people, even surprise myself. How about this? This is the year of Joey. Oh, no, it's not. It's the year of the dog, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? It is. No. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, no, it's not the year of Joey. I just feel better. Why no. can't it be the year of Joey? It could be. I don't want it to be. I don't you're want it to find a, a whole no, year. You're doing a lot this I'm year. I'm doing a lot of things. I'm eating meat. I'm watching wrestling. Your yoga, like, and the yoga is really like isometrics and physical therapy stretches. You got and your eyeballs Yeah, I can see 2015 vision. Right. Right. So, let it be the year of Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'll make you a shirt. 
A shirt? Yeah. The year of Joey. Yeah, 2018. The year of Joey. Yes. I don't know. I'll do that. I'm narcissistic enough to yeah. go, yeah. Yeah. I'd even wear it. Well, duh, you'd have to, or I would get really upset. I wouldn't want it, though. I've seen this before. Somebody wearing a shirt that has a picture of themselves on oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing family reunion shirts. Okay, good. Uh, I'm not wearing a... I don't like pictures of myself, so... No, it's no. completely out. No, I'll get you. I'll get you a year of Joey. And I'm starting to do some weightlifting. Yeah? I want to make music again. Well, see? Yeah. Look at you. I want to plumb the depths of my soul... Plumb the depths of my soul and figure out what it is I exactly believe. It's a big task, I know. It's probably going to be a lifetime task. but Well, yeah. And I know some things, but I want to test myself and figure those things out. See, it is the year of Joey. I want to reach across all aisles, <laughs> not just one, all the many aisles in this world, and try to at least come to some understanding of why it is people might pitch a fit about your white girl privilege going to Starbucks. What white girl privilege? I wanted some tea. I went and got some tea close to the station because I needed to be here on time for this. Right. So what pri- the privilege that I drove a car that I yeah. bought that there are people that don't and have cars. For? I, I'm sorry about that. However, I get up and go to work every day and these are the things I've gotten myself. There are people who, you know, don't have the opportunity to work or don't want to. I can I, 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 uh, Yeah. No. Have you heard of the term ableist? No. Yeah. What is that? I mean, I think like See, the. People just make up. People are making up. Is, okay. I was yeah, at dinner last isms. night. I was yeah. at dinner last night mm-hmm. and we were seated close to a window <clears throat> and I could see into the parking lot. And this 40-ish-year-old male mm-hmm. walked into the restaurant wearing a shirt that said... So he was a man. I said male. He's 40-ish. So he's definitely a man. I mean, he could have been a boy. Oh, okay. I see but he's saying. a man. Yeah. yeah, no. And he walks in and he's wearing a shirt that says, I adulted so hard today. No, he's not a man. I take that back. See? Not a man. What is that? You adulted. You're a responsible individual. It sounds like a little... You can finish it yourself later. You know, when you're doing that kind of stuff, why don't you just walk around and give your go home, make yourself a gold star chart, put your name on it, and every day you feel like you did something right because you paid your insurance or you paid your car payment or you paid your cell phone bill. Give yourself a gold star if you need to do that. Don't walk around a dangle shirt saying, I adulted so hard today. And the shirt should read, I mongoloid idioted today. (laughs) I was just, I was so taken aback by that and just kind of shook my head. I don't need somebody to pat me on the back for paying my bills. Right. That's what you do because you... Talk about the year of Joey. This is the year of Emily. I have a feeling. <laughs> oh, sometimes I get a good feeling that you, Miss Hayes, are going to have an incredible year. I mean, it's shaping up that way. I know. I I'm just, not going to lie. The the It's not really a storm that's coming, but the storm clouds are brewing, if you catch what I mean. Catch yeah. my drift? Yeah. Yeah. The wave is building. Right. I see big things in your future. Big things. Right. Yeah. I think you're going to be fulfilling. You're going to find a footing in life. Or it's like, I'm not necessarily content to stay here, but it's like, oh, now I have 
what's necessary to the climb to even greater heights. Mm-hmm. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. I really feel this about you. Well, thank you, I, Jerry. It's like a premonition. I think big things are coming. Okay, so while you're in your crystal ball, mm-hmm. what do you see for the Alabama Crimson Tide football team? What do I see for the Alabama Crimson Tide football team? Yes. Hmm. Is it, a, is it another championship year? Or is this... Yeah, a, but they lose to Auburn again. Oh, bless it. It's not even worth it if we can't beat Auburn. I know. That's <laughs> why it's so fun. <laughs> and it's, the further away I get from sports, I, I watch it. Like, I love the game of football, but I don't like the trivia of it. Like, watching, say, sports news every day. Oh, no. I like sports entertainment, fake sports. I like, but, fo- you know. like you know, how you like wrestling. Yeah. I like college football. I specifically like the SEC. Right. And then I watch some ACC stuff. But you will only find me watching SportsCenter during football season. Right. Because right. that's that's my that's my sport, and that's what I watch in the fall. That's my jam. So I keep up with it while it's going on. But then when it's not, it's like, okay, here's my break. And I get to go get neurotic about South Sounds. Yeah. And then well, I'll come back to an A-Day game or something. Well, you've you've accomplished South Sounds, and yes. it went off beautifully. Thank you. Um, and I, again, just see incredible things in your future. I actually don't see things in my future, but I, I feel good. Like, I'm ready to take on the world. I, feel, I really feel like this is the year of you just figuring some stuff out. Right. Like, I can't be very specific or anything. Well, I feel like somebody removed feel like, that stick from my butt. Well, I kind of feel like you've just... This year has kind of been a blank page for you. Right. And you know and what? I credit it to big guests. Greg Budell was a huge that get. That was a huge get. It was a huge get. I mean, how did you get through his people? Right, I know. But let me tell you. Uh-huh. I believe a week from today... A week from today? What's the Next Wednesday? Wednesday. Next Wednesday? I have another huge guest. I'm I'm almost as giddy as I was for Greg. I'm definitely giddy like a schoolgirl. Is this. it one that we need to be in the gallery for? Uh, maybe. You can watch us like zoo animals. Oh. Or we'll be the zoo animals, not y'all. Or it depends be on how all? you behave. I don't know. But it's going to be a great show. A life-changing show, dare I say. Oh my! It's going to be incredible. I can't reveal it yet. I don't have it, you know, nailed down just yet. Mm-hmm. But I think it's happening mm-hmm. a week from today. Another you going to drop any hints on who it is? Incredible guest. Uh, no, but I plan on very soon. You'd say, you know, don't eat just meat. But have you ever had a steak and a skillet? And so I believe what the French call coat de buff. <laughs> that you you can put some butter in there and it browns up and you base that brown butter. You get that buttery, buttery steak. Oh, it's so good. Thank you all for listening.